Um, yeah, what I had right? something earlier. Did you? <laughs> Why didn't we ever get this right? Are we, you never well, remember. Well, hold remember on. what? Hey, I got one. What? What's your favourite peanut? <laughs> There's only one peanut. Only one peanut. Uh, nut. We've started really well. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck it. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Are we doing a podcast? We're Sushi Mango. When I was your age, I was Samaya. Who are you, bastard? Ah, you like my salami, huh? Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. Why do we call it that? I hate it. It's just stupid. Or a red start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Have you ever had a shot of grass? A grass shot? Yeah. What do you mean? Like a grass. Like as in a juice. As in that the shot. Remember that grass mm. shoot? No, a, I never I never tried it. It's like mm. sour grass. That that thing. Did you Yeah. Do you think people were just bored and they just whipped up some grass? Blended some grass. Blended some grass. It's not it's not new. There I mean, can't be Is any. it actually is it just normal grass? Just like grass the, blended. You go in the backyard, pick it, drained. There, drained. There can't Isn't be. it a special grass? Like lemon, lemon grass. Lemon, lemon grass or something? No. Shit lemon grass that lemon used grass. to be uh, shit Jamie, everyone. The grass you used to get at uh, Boost. Yeah. There can't be any nutritional grass. value in that. That's not backyard grass, you idiot. It's not, it's not backyard grass. It's like Jim's nine grass here again. Oh, this is shit. Just roll it. Fuck off. Today in the studio, we have one of Australia's finest entertainers. He's been gracing us with his amazing voice for 16 years, has had seven albums, TV concert specials, and is the face of the Carols by Candlelight. His debut single, The Prayer, is the fastest selling single by an Australian artist, and since then has taken out numerous awards throughout the Australian music industry. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a man whose love for music is only rivaled by the love for his nonna scotolette, Anthony Kalia! How are you? Oh, mate. What great. an introduction. It's been actually 18, 19 years, Has not it? 16. Oh, yeah. that's, that's 18, poor, poor 18 years since you're on the, the, yeah. the... I know what you're thinking. You're we- looking at me going, you look fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually am, to be fair. It's called a lot of Botox and uh, Krilla. Okay, <laughs> Doctor Who, what's his name? Doctor Taz. Doctor Taz. Give me his number because I need to hit myself with a couple of jabs in the in the head. Thanks for having me in today, and I thought that I would bring something special for you. All right, what do you got? I got some of my dad's salami. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, get out. Yeah, in the um, you know, what do you call it? The airtight. Cryovact. That's oh. been cry of act. And? And I went to the South Melbourne market this Good. morning and I got some oh. like- Oh, no. Oh. Here we go. Oh, with pistachio <laughs> Diet and everything. out the window. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, that's right. You just throw it up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this salami's got some great colour on it. That's a good one. That's that is what all the boys say. Get <laughs> <laughs> your mouth around my salami. Oh, we're getting a little bit risky. Straight, straight off the bat. But uh, you like my salami, yeah? Let me tell you something, man. Right, anyone who gives me salami, <laughs> I'm good with that. Right? Okay, in my book. That, okay, in my book. You can give me your salami. Oh, that's what, what that's what Tim said. That's <laughs> how I got it. <laughs> Thank You've you. Never so had much. wog salami before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it tastes like fennel. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of finocchio. <laughs> That's awesome. That's oh, th- awesome. Thank you very much, man. Thank You're you. welcome. I'm, I'm definitely going to eat that later we'll on. We'll that's all eat the Look at those. We'll Look at all those. eat them later on. We can't eat it now, otherwise oh, you're going to hear us all chewing on, on, on the thing. We'll put these up just here. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, uh, seriously, though, the, the dad did those this already for this year? I think they did them. Did they do them like the year before? That would be last year. Yeah. Last year, but because now. in the fridge downstairs at my parents' garage, <laughs> um, it's just filled with <laughs> yeah. salami. So every time I go over, I just take a few packets. <laughs> 
That's so, so, so they still do the salami and everything? They still yeah, came my, up with the traditions? Yeah, my dad does. They don't do the sauce anymore, but they yeah. definitely do the salami. The sauce is a big job. I never go. Nah, yeah, no. Nah. I stopped Where going when I was uh, when I was Ugh. eleven. It was slave labor. Were you in the production line as a as a kid? Were you, were you when I was a kid? Yeah, and so, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to eat it. Yeah. So, I was like, Ma, I can't tell him I'm doing the salsa tomorrow <laughs> for a day off. Yeah. <laughs> that was only that was the only good part. But then you wanted to go to school because they work you so hard. Yeah, yeah. But I was that kid that went to school with a salami sandwich, yeah. and I just totally got bagged because everyone else had the hundred and thousands. Now, now take it to school now. Now they want it now. It's a gourmet. I remember, <laughs> I remember one year there was this smell in the corridors at school, and everyone didn't know what it was, and I knew what it was because I had people to store Roasted peppers at home oh. in a sauce, and then when I took out my tuck shop bag or that, what's the brown paper bag? It was just full of oil. Yeah. Love it, and it was dripping out. See, when I started going like, to um, uh, high school, I used to bring the cafeteria to school. Oh. I used to go to the home ec room and actually and make myself yourself? a coffee. Is that true oh, wow. story? Yeah. yeah, you used to bring a cafeteria. Yeah, to school. or if I didn't, have, if I didn't want to bring <laughs> yeah, a cafeteria to school, I'd bring the thermos with the coffee. That's the hardcore, morning. man. That's fucking hardcore. That's brilliant. We love it. How good's that? But you know, you know, Ben, when we were kids, uh, mum, they used to sometimes make, what was it called? Uh, uh, pane, pane, pane latte. Oh, yeah. yeah but, but with coffee in it. Yeah, yeah. isn't that called lovo pastuto or something? Lovo pastuto was at the egg with the milk and the, the coffee. Yeah, you egg milk and the coffee. And a little and bit we, of sugar. And a bit of sugar. Yeah. 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 That was You're a shot. Oh, yeah. No wonder we used to go to school fucking bouncing off the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years old. And that's why we coffee. all have diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I always say kids, Italian kids, we're not fat, we're just gluten intolerant. Yeah, yeah that's true. So they're all uh-huh. walking around fucking gluten intolerant while we're around school all day. Yeah. <laughs> all the salt and sodium, you have one glass of water, you just puff out like a puffer fish. <laughs> you know? It was, it was so hard. What did you go to? I went to Corpus Christi School in Werribee, and then I went to MacKillop Catholic Regional College. That did well for me, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where was that? In Werribee. Oh, in Werribee. So you're from yeah. that side of town? Yeah, no. Yeah. Though I came from the shit farm. No, no. <laughs> That's all we're known for. <laughs> and, you, you and the market gardeners. <laughs> People used to say, I'm going to go send the facts to Werribee. <laughs> those old sayings. Uh, hey, I'm not clear on something. Are you Calabres or Sicilian? Or okay, which, my mum was born in Sicily and my dad's family comes from Calabria. Oh, so you got a bit of both. You're, yeah. s- you're really fucked up. Just don't it. fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big rivalry. I mean, it used to be a big rivalry. Used to be. It used to be. But we went to Canada recently, and the first thing I come up to and say, "Hey, how are you, man? Hey, how you going? Good. Where are you from? Uh, we're from from Italy. No, no. What part? Yeah. I'm Sicilian. Uh, oh. uh, uh. They turn on you. Uh, but you know, anyone find, from the north, they always turn their nose down. I, too. Fi- I find that the Calabrese, the only ones I ask, right? The are uh, the generally ask, and if you're not. From Calabria, they really they don't appreciate that. Well, because when you're really down the bottom of the country, you're seen as like <laughs> the heel, the heel. I actually ended up going to Sicily about two and a half years ago, just before COVID hit, and I went to my mum's town where she oh. was born, and I went to see my great grand. Oh no, my nonna's sister, who's like in her nineties, and she's living in like this old, old like mud house, and yeah. her her single beds in the kitchen, and it was actually really really cool to yeah. see that. Yeah, but cool, you couldn't man. stay for more than two nights. Anyone to go? Oh, well, this then is you wanted to go to Hilton. 
No, because my dad said to me, he goes, oh, apparently you're going to see mum's side of the family. And he goes, I told mum not to tell them because we were in Tadmina first and yeah. then we are driving down to Sparaforda. And thank God he didn't tell them earlier because when we told them the day before, they organised, I had to go and meet the mayor of Sparaforda. Oh. They took me through the actual like council. They hand delivered, they presented me with this certificate and a book. <laughs> then the whole family's come to pick me up. I'm going to Kumara's house the Kumara oh. sounds like the Kumara <laughs> And then I'm taking Tim, like Bush Skip Kangaroo Man. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And we were there, we got there at midday and we didn't leave like Sparaforda, Messina area until like 8.30 at night. And they got so mad with us because we leaving. weren't staying for like a oh, proper yeah. dinner. And I'm oh, looking yeah. at them going, I can't eat anymore. And then they all, because I can understand it a little bit more than I can speak it, but they're all like bagging the shit out of us thinking oh, no that shit. we're too good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they call you, they call you Americano? No, they, Americano? no, they kept on looking at like what I was wearing and stuff like that, and they're I, just like, I wonder how much that costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they're judging me, they're judging me, 100. percent Jeez, man, no, they, 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 they definitely like that, especially over there. They've always thought, especially my aunties and uncles, which I can say is because they don't listen to this. Always <laughs> thought that we. You know, you come to us, you're living in Australia, you're the rich ones living in Australia. They, we never had, well, actually, we had one cousin mm. from overseas visit us. One. And we've got 652 cousins over there. <laughs> That's because <laughs> all my tear over they didn't yeah. want to get on a plane because I couldn't smoke for 24 hours. Yes. Well, one of my mum's ears came and she stayed with my mum and dad. And the first thing that my mum did was literally take her to the beautician <laughs> and said, We need to get your legs yeah. waxed, your underarms waxed, your moustache waxed, your eyebrows waxed, everything. Everything because she's like, I can't take her out looking like that. Was <laughs> <laughs> she from the mountains or whatever? Like, yeah, they live out. like they live on this little farm. Like my mum was born. I don't think my mum. Yeah, my mum wasn't born in a hospital. She was literally born on the farm. No and, way. Yeah, and she used to like break the necks of like the, the, chickens, and the chickens? chickens and like yeah. yeah that's like, like that's first communion there. You break yeah. a chicken neck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the bread over there. You break a chicken neck. Umbilical cord with shears. Well, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. But underarm hair is. It's now, okay. Now it's chic. Is it? It's okay. Is it back, is it? Apparently. Oh, well, no. Apparently. No, it's not my preference, but yes, it's, no. it's, it's, it's okay. Go over there, rub your nostril on all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Get a bit Delicious. of wash. <laughs> the more hair, the more prestigious you are over there. <laughs> no, that's great. But um, yeah, so tell me about the school days. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, singing. <sighs> Was there a lot of singing back then at school? Uh, to be musical? honest, I, I always sang, but- even when I got to high school, I didn't do like the musicals or anything like that. Really? No, because I just didn't. I'm a solo singer. Yeah. You can't oh, share man. the limelight. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> hey, when did you go to? You went to Young. T- I know I did. you went to the Young Talent. Yeah, so I started going to the Johnny Young Talent School um, when I was five. So apparently, I turned around to my mum and I said, "I want to do that." And I was watching Young Talent time, and so she, yeah, enrolled me to the Johnny Young Talent School. And my vocal coach was Liana Scarly, Jane Scarly's sister, and she was my vocal coach right up until the age of eighteen. Um, I had her, and then oh, wow. I started doing private lessons with her. I sort of left, I left the Johnny Young Talent School when I was around about 11, I think, 11, 12 when I went to high school. But I was actually meant to be part of the Young Talent team. Do you remember the chick named um, Courtney Companino? 
uh, vaguely for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like she was sort of like towards the end before they axed it. And I was told, like me and her sister Sheridan were like, you're going into the um, Johnny Young talent team. Oh, so you were gonna, you're, yeah, yeah, you they thought, were training thought, us up and everything. We uh, were at RBX Studios. We're doing rehearsals and so forth. Then they axed the show. Oh, shit. Uh, and I was just like, I was devoted because I thought that I was going to be the next Joey D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did tell him that when I saw him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I wanted to be you. Yeah. Um, and I was so devoted because I'm thinking, that's it. My life's over at like, you know, eight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be part of the Johnny Young t- um, team. But um, but seriously, like, that would have that would have been pretty hard. They think, oh, I'm going to go on TV. I'm going to go on TV oh, eight years old. Man, yeah. I would have cried my ass out. We signed contracts and everything. And then oh, the whole wow. show got axed. And then, you know, a, a few years later, I did this show called um, Starstruck on Channel 9. Yeah. Right. And I- um, oh, you, you posted something recently on yeah, that. Yeah, but I lied on my entry form because you had to be 16 and oh. I was 15 at the time. And I went, oh, that's right. I'm just going to lie just so I'm in front of people. And then you had to bring in your birth certificate. And then they said- <laughs> And then they said, oh, you know, you're not old enough. And I went, I know, but I just wanted to come to the audition. But then they ended up changing the rules. So then I could be part of the show. But then bloody Paulini ends up winning. Oh, But then they did offer me because Greg Burness was the producer of that show. Yeah. Paulini the, the from yes. Australian Oil? Yeah. She won 20,000 bucks, man. Uh, hold on, here and we then go. Tamara was on it as well. There we go. There's oh, a young there there you go. Man, you look like my mate Steve Ballerini. Oh, I think yeah. we all you look too, the same. Actually. It was called New Wave Gel. <laughs> you know what I love? Oh, oh, I used to love flick. You. The, the hand flick is still there, It's man. still there, man. I love it. <laughs> I remember yeah, that's, that's, that's the flick, look. <laughs> it's still <laughs> flick, man. You I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember And that. I flick the hair too. It's like, where's it going to go? It's filled with New Wave Gel, man. <laughs> hey, I remember watching and Mark Holden was his name. would tell you off. would tell you to stop nah, doing that's that. Not, that's not here. Well, that's not here, but I remember in, in oh, Australian yeah. Idol, Mark Holden. Did he? Stop the the finger flick Did he? Yeah He's got a lot of issues Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's a, That becomes a signature thing Why would you tell someone To stop that You know what I mean He just He thought it was annoying So that was then Ant, That right? was then And, then, um, and then, then When I did that show though too Greg Maness was the Executive producer Of Starstruck And then he ended up Being the executive producer Of Idol So when I was Yeah 15, 16 They actually asked me To be part of They were developing The kids group High Five and he oh. came up to me and he said, I want you to be part of this kids group that we're putting together. And again, I went, no, I don't do backup. I'm solo. <laughs> <laughs> You're a diva. You've always been a diva. Always been a diva. Um, and then when I rocked up to the auditions for Idol, he was there and he goes, oh, do you remember me? And I went, actually, I do. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm the executive producer now on Idol. So um, I think that helped me because I didn't actually get put through on um Judge on on the public vote initially on Idol, the judges had to put me in. They had one person that they could put through. What do you oh, mean? Right, so you're like the judges' the start. Choice. Yeah, so no one actually. I didn't get enough votes. No one wanted me in the competition. <laughs> Australia, you're a bunch of pricks. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> racist. Fuck you, Australia. That's completely racist. <laughs> Fuck you, Australia. It's because of the salami, isn't it? <laughs> but no, yeah, school was school was interesting for me because I I was I definitely wasn't academic, mm. um, and. Yeah, I, I just, I went through school going, I just want to sing. Mm, and really? then I ended up working at my parents. Um, they had a hotel in Yarraville. Did they? Yeah, they had like a restaurant and pokey venue and a bottle shop. And not, a TAB. not anymore? No, not anymore. And I ended up working there because I ended up going to the VCA, the Victorian College of the Arts. Oh, hello. Thinking hey. that um, I, you know, wanted to be a serious, you know, musician. And then I hated it. So I literally lasted like four months because my music teacher didn't know who John Farnham was. <gasps> and I literally picked up my bag and I said, I'm so out of here. Hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. No, that hang can't on, be right. We've got to nah. revisit this. Yeah, where where no. were they from? Guatemala? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, she asked me, she goes, what are you doing for your, um, 
for your, uh, what do you call it, exam, for your, um, what do you call it, the ballad for the contemporary syllabus. And I said, please don't ask me, written by Graham Goble, John Farnham. And she goes, who's John Farnham? Oh. And I went, okay, I'm out of here. And I called my mum, I'm a Nokia 5110. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said, I'm coming to work at the pub for the rest of the year. And then I went back to my old school to finish off my VCE. So oh yeah, I took the rest God, of the year man. off. Yeah, so she didn't know. She's she's in the VCA. She's a she's a music teacher. Yeah, but she was classical. Classical. Oh, and then they still, gave me John like a classical. I know, who right? Know who Listen, that, that, that lady probably goes home in one of those little quaint rooms and listens to that violin Buck. and packs her twelve cats. Yeah, but, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's of it. So she's not going to listen to yeah, Johnny. But if Fire. you go to uh, Antarctica, there's people in igloos listening to your the voice. How does this person not know? But part of the reason why I actually wanted to go to the VCA VCA, uh, VCA was because the Musket sisters were there. Um, you know, Sharon and Christine from S2S. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And I honestly had the biggest crush on them at the time. I didn't know why. I just, you know, yeah. <laughs> and just, I literally went to that school going, I hope that one of them like just sees me and then yeah. we're going to get married. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now I speak to them all the time. And even their mum um, like messaged me the other day about like a vacuum problem. <laughs> and I said, tell your mum, I could have been your son-in-law. <laughs> So when did so Idol? What year was Idol then? I think I did it in two thousand and four. Two thousand and four. Okay. So yeah. between between that yep. show, the pub, yeah. and Idol, there yep. was a bunch of years. So I I had um I had about thirty two private singing students that I was teaching oh, at, right. a, at a performing arts school. Then I was gigging like three nights a week mm. minimum. I was doing gigs at like you know the the Vegas room at Crown and mm. like on the main gaming mm. floor. And then I was doing weddings and corporates. And then I did go to. Um, I did do a TAFE course mm. in business management okay. and then I tried to go to uni and I lasted like about six months because I was just sitting there going, yeah, linear equations. <laughs> care I was say, yeah. business management is one of those things you do when you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I even did a <laughs> massage course. <laughs> <laughs> Business management or advertising. I yeah. did advertising. I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what did uh, you do? International, international trade. <laughs> so that's another bullshit yeah, subject. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you're going through this list and going, it was, I went, got to I, I was like, I can't be fucked anymore. Just like, <laughs> I just didn't, under, like supply and demand they kept on teaching us about. And I'm like, I get it. Someone <laughs> wants something, you give it to them. <laughs> like, I don't need a graph for that, for yeah. fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> so you did that for for the for. Yeah, about three, three and a bit years. And then when I was 21, 20, no, 20, I did Idol. So you were in the second Idol, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Casey. Hey, Casey with Casey. Donovan, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. But she did, was 16 Did you say Casey 20. like, with Casey? No. Because <laughs> no, no, she no. won? <laughs> I love Casey. Hey, let me tell you something. So, no, yeah. You can be a bit controversial with, on here. Uh, it's fine. We can, we can <laughs> create some drama. We want, you, want, you want to fight Casey, don't you? No. <laughs> We can organise no, no, that no, actually. No, Casey, no, there was she, a few that I hated. No. She, she, <laughs> Not she, Casey. She was she was awesome, and um, but I was going for you because you're Italian. No. no, Casey was great. I did. Yeah, I had a really special bond with Casey from word up because we actually uh, from day one. Sorry, I should say because um, we got in trouble on the first week of Idol Me and Case because we were the only two that smoked. Oh. And Greg came up to us in the car park because we were sitting on the on the gutters in the car park. And funny thing is, um, High Five were actually filming 
at the same time. We shared the same studio um, <laughs> in, in Global Studios in Sydney. And he came up and he goes, I need to talk to you two. And I went, yeah. And he goes, you two are not going to last to the end if you two keep smoking. And I shouldn't say this case was only 16. But, <laughs> uh, but and I just went, oh, whatever. And um, we were the last two standing. And yeah. I remember going up to him in that final two weeks going, you, you know got how you, um, yeah, you know how you told us off for smoking? Because I used to have to go up to when we stayed in the house together. Used to go and buy my Peter Stuyvesan Golds. So um, I used to smoke the Peter Stuyvesan. Oh, yeah. Everyone used to smoke. And then, um, but Case was smoking the Winnie Reds. Yeah, oh, Reds. And, yeah, because Reds. and then I had to like sneak out of the house that they've put us in up the road. It was like if I walked about three hundred meters and you had to like bypass the security at the front of the house. Um, I used to go and get like our supplies of cigarettes and then bring them back to the house for me and Case and would go in the at the backyard. You were a mule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the supplier. <laughs> Yeah, that was the secret, huh? You know, Winnie Red and uh, Stylo. So who was the guy that was stopping you? Uh, Greg Benes. But Benass. all of them, all the producers, they kept on saying, you need to stop smoking. So at the end of the show, once you guys got second or first, you up to him and go, hey, did you, get, you got a fucking no, but light? I, yeah, but, so I loved it. Light? but I loved it for the grand final, though. They had to find, they had to find me and Casey a smoking balcony at the opera oh. house. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, I'm like, if you want us to walk on stage, you need to find us a smoking balcony. <laughs> so when you when when you came runner up, mm. questionably came runner up, you know, um, I cried. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, no, how did your life change? Was it well, like was it at what point? Was it when you sang the, vo- the when the you was it sang your voice? No, the prayer. It was, it, was yeah. so pre- it was when they said Casey Donovan. Yeah. Shot to no, because that that, that, that performance yeah. of the prayer. Yep. Fuck. No, that, that went, nuts. I must say, like going back to that one performance, like everyone behind the scenes was telling me not to do it. Like everyone, the producer, and they're on. They've got a rule on Idol worldwide where you're not allowed to change your song selection like two weeks out because it has to go through some sort of approval and mm. they have to get the licenses and blah blah blah. But they literally came up to me like three days before saying, "We think that you're making a really really big mistake, and we're going to give you the opportunity to change it." And oh, I said, really? "Absolutely not. I'm just going to go why with my gut." Why were they saying that though? I have no idea. They just thought that it wasn't going to stick. And I'm just one of those people that if something in my gut tells me to do something, I'm just going to do it and I'll deal with the consequences later. Because everyone was telling me, oh, we have to roughen you up. Like, you know, you, we need to roughen you up. You, you're coming across too clean and too nice oh. and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you don't actually know me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I went, no, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I want to do. And then it it worked. It resonated and, and it, and it oh, you know man. struck a chord with, the entire country, which I'm so forever grateful for. But that was the turning point for me. But then two weeks out, no, was it three weeks out from the actual Idol Grand Final? I had a death threat against me. And that's when I sort of, my life sort of went, okay, there is something weird going on. A death threat? Oh, yeah. It was hand delivered. Was it Um, Casey's cousin? (laughs) (laughs) It was literally hand delivered to the house that we were staying in. And... Long story short, um, all of a sudden, the whole production team, we had police come to the house. I had a bodyguard for the entire time for the rest of Idol, even on the night. They had to actually change the grand final entrance for Casey and I that night because of that. They um, All of a sudden, they organised security for my parents at their house. They Jesus. Had to bring them to Sydney, they had a security guard, Monjon organised it, um, a security guard on the plane with them. They had a security guard at the front of their hotel. Um, and then for me to get in into the venue, we were meant to um, walk the entire red carpet from the start of the opera house 
um, before the steps and then they changed it. And if you ever look back at the footage, it's hilarious because they had to put Casey and I in a convertible Porsche and drive us right until the last very second. But there's like about 10 security guards all like just walking around this Porsche. You're like Whitney Houston and Kevin, and Kevin Costa with your bodyguards. <laughs> I was waiting here. for Casey to save me though. Jump on me. Uh, <laughs> she, picks, she picks you up and runs you out. <laughs> but then when they introduced us on the actual stage and no one saw this on the broadcast unless you were actually in the opera house, when they said, please welcome to the stage, Anthony Clare and Casey Donovan, this guy jumped from the balcony and literally just missed Casey and I. And that's why if you ever watch back the footage, the first, when they sh- um, the camera comes to Casey and I, the first thing that you see Casey mouth is, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> was, and, and that was the guy? Was that the guy? I, we don't know if that was the guy because we never found out who. So obviously. it's just, a ran- there was nothing to it, it was just the random death threat. Yeah, basically, no, basically saying if Anthony Clear won, Idol, he'll be shot. <laughs> that was shit. the death threat. Oh, shit, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. De- I so I'm like, 2021. So I'm a kid, and obviously my parents were a little bit like Shit, scared. Yeah, man. Um, I got a death threat at 21, but it was my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I came back home, like I came back to Melbourne, and yeah, they organised. So my mum's car got keyed out the front of her place. There was eggs thrown at my parents' place twice. Was, um, this, was this during what? that period? No, straight Someone after Idol. Really? And then you, basically man. they put security at the front of my parents' place. Um, what for a while. the fuck, yeah. man? Yeah. It was full on, like, and is I. That, yeah. does, is that? Have you told anyone else that story? I tell it at my shows. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you come to one of my shows, you would have heard. Yeah. <laughs> but I've gone into a bit more, like, you know, detail. I thought we were breaking man. the uh, story here. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to come back to that moment. I was home watching mm. when you performed the prayer, and I fucking was gobsmacked. Mate, I was like, "What? That the, was just. This is the best thing I've ever seen in my fucking that life." That was just like. That was his, I, I remember. Well, it was amazing. Was crazy. I can't was, believe someone almost tried to stop that from being in the in the world. Well, this is the thing that I've learnt over the years. Like I've been doing this for a while now, like eighteen years or so since nineteen years since Idol, and especially in the early parts of my career, like you know, it's you're part of somewhat of a machine. Like you know, this little kid from Werribee all of a sudden is on a massive platform, and then you've got like record company and publicists and managers and merchandise and this and blah blah blah, and you're literally. Taking Taking everyone's advice. Of course. And I became, you know, I remember for the first three years, I was scared. Like I ended up Mm. in hospital like two, three times, um, basically just from exhaustion and stress. Mm. Yeah. Um, I ended up in hospital on idle actually, but that was never spoken about. Yeah. My dad flew to Sydney and they said to me, it was the third week in and they said, um, because you're in hospital, um, you're going to be eliminated from the competition. And my dad came to the hospital in Sydney and says, pull that thing out of your arm and get to the fucking studio. And I did. And I performed week three, give me some loving um, with a temperature of like 39 degrees. And I remember running off stage and you hear the, um, going to the commercial break, like, and I ran off and I, um, and I spewed up in the bin side stage. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that I could talk is that, about is that the, the shit. Is that the, fir- is, that, is that the first time you've ever told that story? Uh, <laughs> I don't tell it that often. Okay, because we're breaking it here. Yeah. So the we're breaking some story here. Saucy Reports podcast. No, yeah, and then um, that's yeah, but that, that f- the first few years it was it was mental. Like it was mental. Um, well, it's hard because they're pulling you pulling you around. Who, who, who am I listening to? Mm. Should I trust them? Should I not trust yeah. them? That's yeah. the hardest part, and that's that that will be here. 
Absolutely. Don't be giving your door every fucking day. And yeah. the thing is, like, you put your name on that album. You put your name on that single. Your name's on that tour. And no. you want to be, you want to feel like there's ownership over that. And mm-hmm. I've learned over the years, it took me a little bit of time. And I don't, you know, I'm not um, bitter about it whatsoever. It's just called growing up and mm. learning. Mm. Um, but I had to learn really bloody quickly and in an environment where it was just it was 100% from word go. Mm. So did you have a manager or a representation at the time? Or yeah, well, they give you that. Mm. That's what I was going to ask you. So what, what did first place, what was the, what did they And get? then she tried to sue me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? I can talk about that because it's on record and it was in, you know, the media. Hold on. But yeah, Hold I've on. got- Is this yeah. the first time you're going to speak about it right here? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I remember <laughs> when I write my book, it'll all come ah, out. Don't be worried. <laughs> I mean, I don't I, have my legal representation here with me today. <laughs> no, so coming first as opposed to coming second, they like well, Casey, got what a, did Casey, got, Casey get? Casey got a record you, deal. No, you, we all signed the same agreement. Oh, you're, you're okay. Yeah, so the record okay. company and the management company have first dibs, and they've got up to three to six months or something to sign you. Uh-huh. Um, but I was signed straight away. Yep. Um, and basically, yeah, they released the prayer like. Three four weeks later for Christmas. See, yeah. I think you're 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 the well. Call it again. We keep saying the runner up, but I reckon you both won because the, I've never seen someone who's been a runner up done so much. Because I'm a hustler. But, <laughs> well, Shannon Knoll did blood. okay. Yeah, he's but, done but he, he was first, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He came second. He came right. second. 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 Shannon Knoll came second. Guy Sebastian. Guy Sebastian came You're such a wog. No, it's wrong with you, man. No way. No, but but still, Shannon Knoll did all right, but. You're still going strong. That's all I'm going to say. I work my ass off though too. And this is, the, this is the thing. Like I, I don't sleep and I love what I do. And everyone only sees, you know, I always say this, like people only see like 10% of what I do. Like mm. they see the shows or they see me do an interview or they see me do a TV thing and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's the 90% of the, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that no one sees. And I'm so hands-on. I cross the T's, I dot the I's, I read every contract. Yeah. I... I'm on the phone with my manager every day and I'm a hustler and, I and I'm like, I want to do this for a very long time. I don't know how much longer, but I, <laughs> I want to do it for, a, you know, I don't, I've been very fortunate. I've never had a job, a proper job mm. um, since that day. And yeah, but I work my ass off Listen, for it. Listen, <laughs> oh, we, can, we can resonate. Hundred yeah, percent, absolutely. Because yeah. we're the same. We just got to we got to work constantly. Work our asses off. Yeah, my dad always said he goes, "Don't ever expect anything handed to you on a silver platter." Absolutely. And when you put your head down at night on that pillow, know that you haven't screwed anyone. It's great yeah. advice. Great uh, advice. Absolutely. Well, very good. My well, dad said, "Well, yeah, screw him." <laughs> <laughs> I was I like gave it to you. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did say that. Do your best and screw everyone. You just showed everyone your salami. <laughs> and that's the first time I've said that ever. Just in case it's broken right now. Yeah. Um, so no. So after that. So after those years, basically, you sang the prayer mm. 2,700 million times. <laughs> yeah, still to this day. But I've learned initially. To be honest, I. It's not that I didn't enjoy it it was more of this high pressure expectation everywhere that i went i had to sing it and i started get getting to the point where i was just nervous about it because 
there was so much expectation. But nervous ne- about singing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, to be honest, 18 years down the track, I still get nervous singing that song because oh. now it's just like I don't sing it to faces. I sing it to, to phones. Just thinking it. Right. And, and everyone just puts up their phone. Well, and We wouldn't do that to you on this show. No, we wouldn't yeah. expect you. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to insinuate no. that you sing that song on this Absolutely show. Absolutely It's all about the salami. Never. Okay. Um, we wouldn't do but that. But, yeah, no, it's, it's a beautiful – I've learnt to really, really – embrace it and love it and um it's a beautiful piece of music and it's resonated with so many people and yeah it's it's a privilege to be mm. able to sing that song you've sung it with some pretty famous people too right i sang it with one of your mates tina yeah your team. yeah you did. Yeah. but you perform with like diana ross westlife celine dion mariah carey i mean the list just goes on and on and on i mean tell us about we miss anyone uh, no, that's that's that's, that's the best. Yeah, I'm that's, good. Yeah. Mate, that's I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of reading. Yeah, last you, night you went to the Wicker of the Pedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always right. Yeah. There. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. It's it's been. Uh, yeah, it's been. I, I love live performance as much. You know, I'm recording. I j- literally just finished recording an album last week. Um, so this is the first time, to be honest, that. I'm, this is my eighth or ninth album that I'm doing it all on my own. Um, I'm, it's no record company involved whatsoever. I'm funding it all myself. I'm doing yeah. video clips. I've got marketing team. I'm doing, cause I've just got to the point where I'm like, I'm turning 40 this year and I want to release an album that celebrates turning 40. And mm. these are all of my songs over the year that I've, over the years that I've written some of the, some songs I've written on this um album when I was like 16, 17. Um, so I wanted to basically put this album together that celebrated my 40 years coming from me without anyone else telling me what to do, yeah, um, which cool. is scary. But at the same time, I'm like, I can own it. Like yeah. this is, this is me and it's yeah. my name on this album. And if no one likes it, well then that's fine. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when's that, When's that coming? Um, we're yet to set a date, but it'll be this year sometime. This year? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you've yeah. got our support. Oh, it, thank you. As long you. as you send us a copy, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 will, what will it be called? Can, you, can we reveal that now? We're not um, to. I'm tossing two titles around at the moment, but it's something to celebrate my 40 oh, years. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very but, um, I think you should call it 40. <laughs> so, but, but no, going back Anthony to what Kalea, you said, those, those divas, like it was an absolute privilege. I remember getting the um, the phone call uh, when the pro- – who was it? Yeah, it was um, the promoter for Whitney called and said, hey, Ant, um, I want you to open up for Whitney. And I'm just – I acted really cool. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> – like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that was like that was really cool because as a singer, I grew up listening to the likes of you know, I grew up in a family which was actually quite weird because we listened to a lot of Aussie music. It was all about like Farnham and Tina and Dale Braithwaite and Rick Price, and it was weird because even though it was a Wog family, my dad loved Aussie music. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And um, great. So, and then obviously the internationals like was Whitney and Andrea. Um, but when, yeah, being able to, to share the, the, the stage of Whitney's, that was just amazing. Um, but, and Celine was my favorite. She's a class act, that one. Mm. She even like, even brought me like on the last show in Western Australia, like her husband, her late husband, Renee walked past me and said, um, Celine wants to see you before you leave. And I said, I've already seen her today. It's all good. And he's like, no, 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 you need to go and see her. And I remember walking into a trailer and she had, um, she was just getting final touches done, not touched up, but like face Um, (laughs) and hair and makeup. And she was just so beautiful and she was still in her dressing gown and she did a whole presentation in there and handed me like a Cartier clock with a handwritten note and just thank, she was a class, 
class act. Wow. But Very the nice. person that wasn't a class act was Diana Ross. <laughs> oh, oh, no okay. way. Give us, yeah. give, give, give us some I got some given info. a protocol sheet. Oh, mm-hmm. Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. What, are you what doing? to do and how to, pr- how yeah, to act. basically just don't interact with her. Um, Baby love, now yeah. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, because they had to get a special car for her um, to okay. be driven around. Okay. And I think, um, from what I can understand, it was imported from the States because it had to be a certain car. Anyway, um, I oh. made friends with her driver because it was sitting in the loading dock and it was all about, you know, you can't smoke near the loading dock when she arrives and blah, 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 which is totally cool. I get that. Um, but I went down after that and I went, I'm going to have a smoke near the loading dock. <laughs> yeah. And I literally jumped in her car as well and I farted. Because yeah. <laughs> no one was in there, and I just went stuff it. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she's a piece of work. Piece oh, of work. I don't know. I've never. I've never. So you never crossed paths with? Absolutely not. But uh, you do know that she definitely sniffed your farts. <laughs> yeah. like you know. I know, right? I gave her something to take home. There you go. <laughs> but my favourite was um was Mariah too. I I never actually met Mariah, but I loved. It was dark. And, I, you know, Susie O'Han, my backing vocalist, can vouch for this story because we were standing at the back of the loading dock and these three cars arrived. There was, like, three black cars. And so all of a sudden this child gets out of the first car, Mariah gets out of the middle car, and the other child gets out of the, the other car. And all of she's in dark glasses and she just starts waving, like randomly waving to people. And I'm looking around going... There's no one here. <laughs> like, like we're in a holding area, loading dock. But I feel as though she's just she's, she's just used to it. Just gets out of a she's car like, and waves. So yeah. she had a car for her, a car for her two kids. Yeah, with the nanny in each. She gets up in the morning. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just interesting because I'm looking at that going. One day oh, I want a car for me, and then another car for Tim. Yeah. <laughs> now, but you know what? I, I know it sounds crazy, but there's some, there's some there's some method to that madness. When you get that famous, apparently people don't travel together in case one gets assassinated uh-huh. or they attack one car. So the whole family they don't fly on the same planes yep. in case the plane goes down. Otherwise, the whole family You've got will get more wiped of out. a chance of being hit by uh, hit by a car. Yeah, yeah I know. But I'm just saying good. that's just that's apparently what why they do it. But listen, besides all. All those magnificent artists that we spoke about. Mm. Still, you one of the highlights must have been Ligon Street Festival. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let's, let, let's let's talk a bit about that because we're on that. We're on that. Remember, we're on that. We weren't. We were. We the were, gear that we're, I did. We were roaming. Oh, we weren't that year. We were the next we're year. I don't. We, we weren't. We, on that what time. year did we do that? Hey, listen, man, it's good to go back to your roots and give back. Hundred percent. Right? Hundred mm. percent. It was an honor when they asked us to headline. It was an honor. I, I did it. that when I was a kid, and I think I've done it twice. Yeah, I love since. it. No, I we love did. It. We did do it. Remember the thing we ripped your suit and stuff. That was that year. I can't remember. Oh, was it? Yeah, we're on it was. stage. That year. It was. You came. You were the final thing. You came out and blew everyone's socks off, and everyone <laughs> just thought, "Sushi who?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> your microphone. Yeah. That's that diamond. The dazzled one. The, yeah. I'll get you some if you want. They're really easy and they're really cheap, man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. There's this. Oh, I shouldn't tell it because everyone's going to go and get it. I thought they were diamonds, man. Oh, no yeah. way. No, there's this website that I came across and it's like $89.95. And I just, I just order them. I'm like, I'll have a silver one, a black one, a red one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and it's I just, it's, cool. like, it's like a protection for my microphone, you know, yeah, yeah, safe yeah. singing. Very yeah. good. <laughs> Ribbed for your pleasure. For your- <laughs> <laughs> hey. When was the first time, like when you were a kid, mm. when did you first find that you could sing? Because you uh, said you were at the school at five years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, six I months even old, shit on my own at five years I mean? old, let alone like, When did you sing? find out that, that, that you could Probably sing? at around about 
I don't know, eight, nine, I think Liana said to my parents, like, I think there's something that Anth's got that, you know, I would like to take him on as a private student. Would you allow me to do that? And from then on in, like, she literally just put me into competitions and festivals all the time just to get experience. And that's how I actually bought my first car because I used to um, do all these competitions and any money that I won, my mum used to put it in a bank account and then I bought my first car with that. From comp money? Yeah, from comp money. And I got, like, eliminated from the high point of the shopping centre, Talent Quest. (laughs) Yeah, twice. (laughs) That's hilarious. I love it. Then you can go back to him and go, look at that, you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> now look at me now, you fuckers. <laughs> biggest inspiration? Sorry? Your biggest inspiration for singing-wise? <sighs> That's a good question. Oh. Farnham would definitely be up there. Um, and I remember when I first met him, that was really, really lovely. I was it, was not- it good? Yeah. When you met him? Yeah, no, you know, lovely. Said never met you. Is he, is he, he seemed like just a lovely guy. Lovely. And, he, you know, um, his his son actually has a um, – well, he did actually have a, a rehearsal studio just in this street up here. Um, no, they're just – yeah, he's really lovely and his wife's get, lovely and, yeah. Did you ever get to work with him? No. Oh, I've well. never worked Come on, with Farney. Him. But I did model with his children when I was a kid. Huh. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Well, you yeah. can catch the next comeback tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there'll be another yeah. comeback tour. Shame. I loved him, man. I he was – Awesome and a, and a great performer. Actually, you're, you're very similar, like because you're a great singer, but you're funny in between. Because he was very funny in between during his shows. Yeah, you, you didn't have that showmanship. You we got, both like to drink. Well, <laughs> we both like to smoke. <laughs> I remember. How do you keep your, how do you keep your I voice? I remember seeing him actually. Uh, I remember seeing an interview because I, I love John Farnham as well, and I remember seeing an interview of him before a show somewhere. There was a glass of cognac this big, and he just oh, yeah. went. That's how you warm up your voice. And he's a wine, <laughs> wine drinker after the show. After the show. Well, isn't it the, yeah. what Barnsey used to do? Uh, oh, Barnsey. Barnsey used to drink three used bottles to drink of Jim Bean. Scotch. On, like on, he used to down a bottle of scotch. And I don't get warm up before a show. No? I, I have a scotch and a ciggy. <laughs> That's my warm up. <laughs> my tour manager always knows like five to ten minutes before I have to go on stage. A scotch like and a cig. Five, ten minutes. And I go, okay, quick. Yep, yep, quick. And I just have a quick scotch and a ciggy. And, and, and then I do this. I go, ah. Yep, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Does the smoking not affect you? Can, oh, yeah. I sound like I sound really bad. I'm talking about all this, but no. Um, when I recorded my second album, actually here in Melbourne, just up the road in Richmond, um, the producer Chong Lim, he said, "Chongy." I started recording, and after about the first song, we got the vocals down. He's like. Anthony, something's not right. I can't do his accent. Um, but he's like, Anthony, something's not right. And I went, what's wrong? And he goes, just keep singing, but just something's not right. And I went, oh, okay. And I kept on singing. And he goes, oh, you actually haven't gone out for a cigarette today. And I went, oh, I've given up. Seven months. And he goes, well, that's the problem. Go to the 7-Eleven and buy yourself a packet of ciggies and come back. And I did. And then he goes, that's better. There's a bit of grasp in your voice. Oh, right. He goes, it sounds too clean. So we actually just started recording again. All right. Hey, okay, well, we don't Jane condone smoking. No, we don't. Well, the young kid of five years old going, ah! Okay. The key to success is smoking. Can I have a Winnie Blue? My mum's going to listen to this and go, Anth, why'd you talk about that? All we know is after the thing, we're having a dart. Chongy, man, you got so he produced one of your albums. He produced a new chapter, yeah. Well, there you go. That's because he was the. Uh, He's the MD for MD John. MD for John Farnham. And, and I know Suzy, Chong. And Susie, I was wondering what you were talking about. Yeah, no, Susie, my backing vocalist, works for John all the time as she's, well. She's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I met her when I was 15 and nine months. What? Yeah, and now I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how long we've known each other and worked together. Yeah, so Jeez, good, man. Geez, so geez. good. And so it's a tough business, isn't it? It can be. In the, like, um, 
Yeah, and there have been moments where you literally just reassess and you go, is it all worth it? Mm. But then when you do, you know, I must say I have I have had my moments, but I love what I do and I love live performance and there's mm. nothing that I've ever done that compares to that and I never want to give that away and I love it. What Can about I- theatre? Do you enjoy doing theatre? Um, I'm not a very disciplined person. So um, <laughs> yeah. eight shows a week of exactly the same thing. Yeah. I... I'm not saying that I don't enjoy it. It's just a different headspace. I can't do it for too long. The longest run I did was Wicked. Um, and I did that for six months and two weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't counting. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I'm just, uh, one, you know, when I tour, my show each night is never exactly the same. Because mm. um, I go on, you know, I love to chat. My dad actually tells me off all the time. He's like, more singing. Less Listen. talking. <laughs> and then my mum, like, she gives me a whole, like, evaluation of the show afterwards on text or she'll call me. And she goes, maybe you shouldn't say that because it's a little bit too personal. No, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Your parents are so young, man. I was a mistake. So I was a birthday route. Um, yeah. So <laughs> my my mum and dad got married in 1981 in um, December. And then it was my mum's birthday. She was only 20 or 21 in March. And clearly dad didn't pull out in time. And um, I was born in December and she went into labour on her first wedding anniversary. Oh, right. So I was born the next day. And um, yeah, I came out not breathing as well because uh, <laughs> at the last minute when I was coming out of the Canal. Not really. uh, give him yeah. a smoke, give him a cigarette, give him a cigarette. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you would have come out singing the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> I came out and um, I decided to do a bit of a backflip, you know, double tw- twist p- pike. And um, I put the umbilical oh, cord cool. around my neck. And oh, then, no. yeah, and I'm the first grandchild as well out of 16 first grandchildren. So, um, all of the wogs were in like, you know, the, the area at the front and they're all there with the rosary beads going, Ave Maria, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, and like, <laughs> and then they always finish like this, they go, Amen. <laughs> and every time you go to like a rosary, it's always like a competition who can say it like the, the loudest and the fastest. Yeah. But why do they always rock when they say it? <laughs> the most action they've got in a while. (laughs) But yeah, no, I came out not breathing and then um, my mum never saw me initially and then they brought me back into the operating theatre and they, yeah, gave it to my mum. But my mum is like blue eyes, white, freckles, Mm. red hair. So when I came out of her, she was just like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like a booper ad with my dad. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. No, but it's tough. It was, it must be, it must have been hard. Like it's just a tough industry to be in. The music industry, full stop. But you've done some other stuff. <sighs> you've done like- I've done TV and, uh, you know, I've done runs. I've been lucky. Like, you know, I've done certain TV shows where it's run for like, you know, 10, 12 weeks. And my thing is though, like I love touring. So that's, mm. I've always made sure that that at the end of the day is the core of, of what I do. And I'm very, you know, I'm lucky that I've been able to do this for like 18, 19 years straight. And, you know, I know COVID especially, um, you know, a lot of people- I'm, I'm lucky when I look back at it, like, yeah, it was bloody tough. Yeah. Don't get, you know, don't take, it, it was so, so tough. But I'm, when I look back at it and I go, I'm really fortunate that mm. I'm somewhat in the position that I am in and I was able to sustain myself because a lot of musos and a lot of musicians and a lot of um, singers and people that work backstage and production crew, like really went into a dark hole. Mm. Um, and it was hard to actually watch that. And that's why, 
I went, I can either sit here for, you know, initially I thought it was going to be like three to six months, but then ends up being like two years and so forth. But I, I said to Tim, I go, I can literally, we can literally sit here and just be miserable mm. or we can sit here and um, rely on Uncle Dan Murphy and <laughs> um, have some fun with yeah. what is a really, really shit situation. Yeah. And that's what we tried to do. Oh, I love what you guys did with that, um, with the voice, you know, voicing Lip syncing. Lip syncing yeah. stuff. That was hilarious. It was ridiculous though because we would go for like our hour a day walk that we were allowed to and people would literally yell out of the car going, love your lip syncing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm no longer a singer. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just going to turn into Britney Spears, man. The internet's a powerful, powerful tool, man. It catches on. Catches hey, on. I wanted to ask you, how hard was the jungle? Oh, okay. I... I loved it. It's probably the best TV experience that I've ever, ever had. Mm. The thing is, though, I did it the second year and we were actually in Africa and, you know, it went for six and a half weeks and I was in there for six weeks and two days. Um, so I the, the first week I hated. Mm. But then something happened because I don't, I don't, you know, the only stars that I sleep under are five, not the actual camping. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like going, I can't camp. And Tim's actually even saying to me too, he's like, you, you, you're not going to handle this. <laughs> like, cause I have made him move out of so many hotels over the years because <laughs> I'm just such a bloody diva. Um, and he goes, you're not going to be able to handle this. And then something clicked and I just loved it. And I was able to share that experience with, you know, people that I've come out of that show you know, being great mates with now, like Brendan, and you know, we've gone away on holidays together. Oh, so yeah, 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 good mates with Brent Favola, and you know, because yeah, he won. Yeah, yeah he, he won, won. <laughs> and you know, it, you know, to be able to to share those experiences, like Bonnie Lithgow, who I love, um, and then obviously Shane. And, I was going to say, Warnie yeah. was the same. That's why. Uh, I didn't like. I, I got. I just now you touched on Warnie. I'd read something, and I just got to ask you whether it's true or not. Mm -hmm. and obviously, Shane Warne, tragic passing, and everything. You weren't allowed to go to his cricket parties, were you? I've read this somewhere. I went to his cricket parties all the oh, time. Oh, then why the hell? I've read, I'm going to bring up an article later on that says really? that you weren't allowed to go. You got banned from going to his Christmas party for mistaking... Uh, I got it here. Uh, no, because I asked him in the jungle because I'm so sh bad at sport. I have no bloody idea. And Tim told me off for this as well because when I got out of there, he goes, I can't believe you actually asked Shane Warne if he is a batter or a bowler. <laughs> And I had no bloody idea. And the way that he answered it, he was such a gentleman. He's like, um, I'm a bowler and I'm known for like the flipper. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then because they thought that that was really funny and I had no idea that, that I was like the butt of the joke, um, they ended up turning it into like a task where Shane had to sit me down for like half an hour and give me 40, um, tell me 40 things about cricket. Oh, right. And then I had to get, when they asked me questions, I had to get like 12 or 15 right for the camp to actually eat. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so sure. I found out that he was a bowler. But no, he used to host the best parties and I used to love going to his parties because in one of the homes he had um there was a downstairs there's a nightclub yeah. and like it's a full nightclub yeah. and there's like you know poker tables and like it was amazing like and the bar was ridiculous and then there was even one party that i went to and um i walked in i said hey shane and he's like you can come over here and i went 
what, where's this? And he goes, I've got a roped off area for my, my mates. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I love the fact that he's got a roped off area in his house. <laughs> and then he, and he, always, and he gave me one night too. Cause he's like, Oh, it might get a little bit wild tonight, blah, blah, blah. So he goes, this is your bathroom for the night. So he takes me to one of the guest rooms and with the ensuite, and he goes, that's your private toilet. And oh, I'm just man. like, what do you think I'm going to be doing? This time? <laughs> That would, have been, that would have been hard singing at his uh, memorial. You got through that. Yeah. Um, it's not – I was away at the time. Um, I was actually on tour. I was in Sydney when I found out the news and I actually took a sleeping pill that night and thankfully I did because um, I woke up that next morning and my phone was just filled mm. with like messages and phone calls and I'm just like, what, what's going on? Um, yeah, it was – yeah, it w- mm. obviously I, w- I was literally in shock and then mm. I had to go and do a show that night. Um, and then that show that night, his brother called me and said, um, we would like you to sing at the memorial, mm. um, which it's not a, obviously a performance that you look forward to, mm. Um, mm. but it was definitely yeah. a privilege to be asked. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You did a great job as always. Thanks. Well, listen, we got, we got something. It's a game. Oh, here we go. It's a game. <laughs> <coughs> and... Um, Roll it. Finish the lyric. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish the lyric. Finish the lyric. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> He's already on board. So it's called Finish the Lyric. Yeah, yeah got that. The yeah, it's nice. It's different. And it's unusual. We produced that ourselves, we produ- by the way. producer of that. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't get you to produce my album. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called Finish the Lyric. Very self-explanatory. We're going to play how many? Uh, we've got... Mm, they do. Five. So we've got five. We played this with Tina Arena. Uh-huh. And, and um, we won. We won. I'm really lit- bad at lyrics. That's why I've got auto cue. <laughs> At all my shows. <laughs> Actually, we didn't win. I just said we did. I think we lost. Us three versus you. Okay. It's unfair, but we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wogs for you. That's Wogs for you. Cheat to win. Uh, all right. So, got to wait for the song to finish. Uh huh. And then you, wait for buzz. the song to finish. Do I buzzer? Yeah, your buzz buzzer. Your buzzer will be Anthony. Okay. With your name. Everyone's got a frog sushi. in their throat at the moment. Yeah. What's going on? So ours is sushi, <clears throat> and yours is Anthony. That's that's the buzzers. Okay. Let's go. We got right. this. Wait, well, hang got on. This. Kalia. 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 Yeah, that's better. It's a bit cooler. Yeah, yeah. Anthony <laughs> sounds like a hairdresser. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Roll number one. Let's go. We get together. Oh, we get together. We're separate from the better when there's feelings in my If what they say is. Oh, fuck. No, Anthony's for a second. Uh, Anthony. Uh, Kalia. <laughs> <laughs> You got to go for the shit one. <laughs> I think it's nothing is forever. Oh, fuck, he's right too. He's right. Yes, you're right. You're right. Oh. You're right. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What do I win, by the way? Can I win some uh, salami? I love a re-gift. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna punt a tornado. He's 17 years old. Oh, nice, as well. nice style. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, so it's one nil. Ah. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> you were there. Touch it! 
Two worlds colliding. Who, who got it? Who got it? Sushi. Sushi. Two worlds colliding. Two worlds colliding. <laughs> an, extra, an extra point because you sang it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. So it's one all. One all. Oh, we're having a bit of a tussle here. That's it. Excellent. All right. I think it's Pissing sushi. We yeah. were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom <laughs> floor. Oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot that. I'll give that to you. No. That's a half point each. No, that's a half point. That's a half each. Oh, really? How can you even do that? That's like no points there. Correct. Yeah, no points. Cancels out then. Same thing, same thing. Wogs are no good with maths. Unless it's cash. Fucking Joe, uh, sushi. Mm. Go. Kodame, kodame. No, that's not the part. No, you missed the whole thing. That's it. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that there's not, not one that word four was... wogs here and none of us know Done. Actually, it's You're going to give that? No, what, play it. What is it? That's what I said. I don't you know, know what I got out of that. I still, I still don't know what he said. I still I can't work it out. Gone Gone You've done that. You've done that one before. Never sung that in my life, but right. been to a lot of funerals where they've played it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the staple. That you, it's all tied up. So this oh. is the last one and this is the tiebreaker. Okay. 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 Here right. we go. Ready for this one? Here we go. Fuck it. Okay. Fuck. Oh, so for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, Kalia. Yeah. 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 Go. On no. your, now, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, unless I do it in order, I have no fucking clue. Sognamo mondo senza più violenza, un mondo di giustizia di speranza. Celebrating, we lost. <laughs> you realise we're celebrating and we fucking lost. <laughs> See, I told you we, we, we would never put you in that position where we got you this never. song. Never. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, so what's so what's the what's the, That's the, it. the we lost? It's great. Three, two. I can take my salami back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Anthony, you just finished your tour, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all sort of done for the year in terms of live shows, which is which is great. I've been pretty lucky. So um, it's all about just the album now, which is great. Yep. Awesome. So, and when's that? You don't know when that's sure Towards when, the yeah. end of the year. So just, you know, follow me on the socials if you're not. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Come Anthony yeah. Kalia <laughs> on the socials. All of them. Hey, listen, man, we could talk to you for hours. It's been an absolute honour oh. to have you here. Thanks We've for having me. We've been fans for a very, very, very long, long time. Likewise. Oh, Thank and, you. Um, yeah, we've got to get you back. Absolutely. Absolutely, I'm kind of coming to your show in Melbourne. Bring, yes, bring Tim, 27th bring of August. Tim back with us next time. Oh, the can eater! Come on, bring yeah. the can eater. <laughs> He's the can eater. Yeah, we can all give him shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love it. Yeah, we love it. Seriously, mate, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks oh, for coming on. Thank you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another week of the Saucy Meatballs podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And 
Remember, give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Press that bell button and get notified every time an episode drops. Happens weekly. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Good night, Australia. Good night, Australia. And pull your bastard. Can I go home now? (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, Daniel here, aka Shit Jamie, to read out some credits. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. If you like the show, make sure you're following it by tapping follow on the podcast profile page and giving it a rating. This podcast is produced by Head On Media and is a Spotify exclusive. Our next episode will be out in a week. Don't forget you can listen and watch the full episodes exclusively on Spotify. Spotify.